Oh my gosh, wait, this is probably gonna like embarrass. I'm not sure if this will, but it's so funny. In C.S. Lewis's classic, The Four Loves, he has this to say about friendships. In each of my friends, there is something that only some other friend can fully bring out. By myself, I am not large enough to call the whole man into activity. If this is true of our friendships, then each friend brings out a unique part of who we are. How much more can that be true of siblings? This month's podcast is a two-parter. Today, hear from one of our youth group members as she talks about her life and what it's like to be an older sister. Naomi Kim? Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Welcome to Fully Known. Thanks for making the time. Thanks for having me. How was your how was the first day of the week? Um, it was all right. It was kinda of slow at first, but yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever you know, I was thinking about, you know, our conversation, I was thinking, you know, even up until seminary, I would still every once in a while, like before a Monday or before an exam, I would have like dreams, dreams of like forgetting to do something or like just anxiety, yeah. anxiety about like the new week. I was wondering if that's something, you know, you were feeling at the start of the new week or this Monday you were actually looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Last night, actually, I had this really weird dream that like I woke up and then like I just went on Zoom like for my, because I have, um I do all virtual. Okay. And I like had a dream that like I logged on to Zoom and it just like wasn't working and I was like freaking out. Oh, so, no. <laughs> that was pretty stressful, but, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, since not everybody um, is is in school right now, why don't you share a little bit about what a typical day with virtual education looks like? What is, um, what's your schedule like, and, you know, which classes do you feel like work the best online and which are, which are not so good? Yeah, so I start school now at 7.35 in the morning. That's when my first class starts, so I have to wake up. I normally wake up, like, 30 minutes before, and okay. the first class that I have is math, and math is definitely one of those classes that's, like, really hard. First of all, it's just hard to focus because, like, your mind just wanders when you're just staring at a computer screen. Sure. Yeah, and um, especially because, like, my math teacher, like, when she demonstrates problems, like, she uses her mouse to write, um, mm. like, the numbers and stuff like that, and her handwriting is so messy, so sometimes it can be really hard to, like, follow what she's doing, and wow. sometimes it gets really confusing, mm -hmm. so that's probably one of the subjects that it's, like, more difficult for virtual, mm -hmm. but um, I definitely think that, um, like, classes like English are really easy, and mm -hmm. I also take, like, an intro to business class, which is, like, talks about, like, accounting and stuff like that. And that's pretty easy to follow. Mm. So. That's great. That's great. What has been your your favorite class this year so far? Um, I think English. English, though, has been one of my favorite classes. I just like to read and write. Mm -hmm. What are you mm -hmm. guys reading this year? Uh, so we just finished reading Of Mice and Men and The Great Gatsby. Mm. So, which yeah. one did you like? Did you like them both? Yeah, I like them both. Mm. What was your what was your favorite out of the two? Probably the Great Gatsby. I just thought this story was more interesting. Interesting. Do you know my brother? I hope he doesn't listen to this. But when we <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, I read the uh, of Mice and Men when I was a freshman in high school, and 
my brother is super smart, and he saw the book on our dining room table, grabbed it, we went upstairs, and I think read the whole book, you know, oh, in, wow. a, in a very <laughs> short amount of time. And I just vividly remember him coming down and weeping, you know, and asking me why the ending was the way that it was. He's like, why did Lenny have to die? Yeah, <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that that memory is, like, scarred because I just remember feeling terrible that I didn't even know he had taken <laughs> taken the book let alone prepare him for what he was going to read you know yeah and uh i just remember him being so devastated and yeah it's such a it, it is one of those books that really does devastate you yeah and, uh, and gatsby too it's like you know it's it's definitely not a, a happy a happy book but really good stuff yeah I, I actually just read gatsby only a couple of years ago believe it or not i never had to read it in school and oh wow when the movie came out with DiCaprio, I was like, you know, this is probably a book that I should read. <laughs> <laughs> so I read it before the movie and uh, really loved it. I thought it was it was a really really good book. So I realized that all the hype was uh, well well earned. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's cool. Um, what is you know in when, in thinking about school in general, has English always been your favorite, or what's like your all time favorite subject in school? Yeah, English has definitely been one of my favorites. I also like history, but mm. this year history has been like pretty dry. So, mm -hmm. yeah. What uh, what period are you covering? Um, so we're doing global studies, so it's not really about like a specific time period. It's kind of just like um, we're learning about cultures and stuff like that around the world. Okay, that's interesting. I don't think I ever had a focus like that when I was in school. So that's that's cool. So tell me about, you know, socializing, you know, you're, you're obviously not getting to see your friends the way that you would typically. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, for good or for bad, all the, all the different, uh, you know, maybe trouble I would cause in the classroom sometimes when I was in <laughs> school and how that would be, that would look a little different if I was on a Zoom call. So what is, how do you guys end up getting to connect or socialize when, when you're on, you know, a, a digital call or something like that? Yeah, so sometimes teachers will put us in breakout rooms and we can, like, collaborate and, like, talk with other students, like, in the class. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, one of the major things that happens. But also, like, outside of, um, like, outside of school, like, what I do is, like, towards the beginning of the year, I don't really do this anymore just because no one showed up, really. But mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I would organize, like, Zoom meetings so that me and my friends could, like, talk during lunch and stuff like that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and then we have, like, a period, like, a free period where everyone can just, like, study, do homework, whatever. And so during that time, I would, like, set up Zoom calls so that we could all, like, play Among Us during that block. Mm. So that kind of, like, made it less, like, um, less like Zoom was, like, a chore and, like, not fun. I guess it just made it better. Like, yeah. it made it seem more normal. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great idea. Just even the idea of having lunch together makes yeah. a lot of sense you know you have that time and you know you could it's more casual you could be eating and talking and it that's yeah that's a really smart idea so how how do you feel like your classmates are feeling about this year has it been harder for some people or do you feel like everyone has kind of adjusted yeah I think it really depends because like my group of friends is very like I guess like diverse I guess like I don't know how to, else to put sure it. sure like 
personality-wise, like, I have some friends that are, like, coping perfectly well. Like, I have a ton of friends that are just, like, they prefer virtual and, like, just staying home as opposed to going to school. But on the other hand, I have a lot of friends, like, a lot of friends like me who are just, like, they hate, they hate it. Because, mm-hmm. like, the social aspect and, like, it just doesn't feel normal, I guess. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have a really hard time focusing, like, when I'm just, like, sitting down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine I was, you know, Merwin has been doing online, you know, this past week and I was sitting next to her the whole time. And I I agree that there's something about, you know, when you're in the classroom, there's a lot going on. And in some ways, even though that could be distracting, it's also more engaging. And I found just sitting in front of the iPad for so many hours, just be, it was just difficult, you know, Um, (laughs) you know, like there's, there's, you're just staring at her teacher, you know, framed on the, on the screen for several hours. And it's just hard to make that engaging no matter what she does. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about art. I feel like you're somebody that for as long as I've known you, I've seen you engage in all sorts of art firms. Like one of my earliest memories in youth group was you doing this. Do you remember the design contest you did for Ikea? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so that was that was amazing. And you created, you know, something that the hope was it would be made into like a stuffed animal or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and and I was thinking early on in the pandemic, you had like daily dry erase doodles that would be posted on Facebook. Yeah. Uh-huh. So my first question is, what happened to those? Why? Why don't you do them anymore? <laughs> Um, I honestly don't remember. It was such a long time ago, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was either that I just got lazy. I just didn't feel like doing it anymore, mm-hmm. or it was that, I don't know, something else. I I think it was probably that. I probably just got bored of it. Knowing... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you you sing, you, you draw, uh, you write. I'm wondering, you know, if there are any art forms that, you have not at all tried yet and of the ones that you've tried which ones do you enjoy the most uh that's a hard question um (laughs) I think probably I really love working with markers like Mm. and like just like drawing Mm -hmm. um some parts of something that I haven't tried yet like digital art I've always wanted to try that like getting like one of those like um like pad thingies with like the pen and like you can just like draw digitally I've always wanted to try that mm-hmm. but I've just like never gotten around to it and like I I tried once like I downloaded this like this free app on my iPad and uh-huh. I was just like toying around with it seeing like how to like add layers and stuff like that and it was just so complicated and I was like I have no idea what the heck I'm doing and it just like kind of exploded in my face and I was like maybe this is for me <laughs> so right. uh, that's interesting my buddy Daniel who I used to work with um he he figured out I think it's also just something standard on on a typical iPad it's like a it's an app that comes with it and he used to at work you know we were like working and he would be doodling and He's a, he's a math guy. I think he he has his he was getting his PhD in math. So this is not somebody that you would associate with you know drawing or art, <laughs> but his stuff on his iPad was amazing. And I was like, how did you learn that? He's like, just messing around, you know, like literally trial and error. And 
I forgot the name of the app. I'll, I'll, I'll find it for you because you might even have it already built into your system. And he oh, managed cool. to, yeah, he thought, it, he thought it was very user-friendly. And I was amazed at the stuff that he would create literally, you know, while we were sitting at our desks in the office. And I feel like when we do the doodle game and you, your drawings are like 10 times better than everybody else's that uh, you might be able to figure out how to use, how to use that well. But during this, season some famous comic artists have been posting videos every day kind of almost like online tutorials on how to draw and Todd McFarlane who in the 90s was huge for drawing Spider-Man he kind of redefined the way that artists visualize Spider-Man he he did a tutorial on comparing Gizmo from the movie Gremlins to Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian and and it was it was really cool because he showed how their proportions are very similar like the long ears and the big Mm -hmm. eyes and he did this basically a tutorial showing how easy you could get from one to the other just by modifying very small details on their face and uh he used you know the tablet like you were saying you know you haven't really gotten to try it and i was amazed at how easy he could erase and then just kind of have something that he had already done and then just overlay it, you know, um, you know, like the equivalent of tracing paper, but, you know, permanent on, on the screen. It was really cool. So there is a, there is a whole like other world out there, but I, I find the tactile, I feel like you would be this way too. Like there's something about holding the marker that is is different than a stylus, you know? Mm -hmm. So very cool. Very interesting. Um, which so you would say I guess you're saying markers are probably the the go-to in terms of if you just feel like doing something creative in the house yeah. that might be the first thing you do. Okay, very cool. Uh, so one of the reasons we were having a hard time connecting in terms of a call was you said you're you're doing karate, right? Yeah. I'm curious how I remember vividly in the summer your mom posting a video of you and your brother looking like <laughs> you were literally right out of an action movie <laughs> doing your, your practicing out in uh, your yard. But how, how long have you been doing it? I think, uh, I think this is my fourth year. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so four years. Am I right in saying that you're a black belt? Yes. I'm a junior black belt. So I'm not that cool yet, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I only got to, like, yellow tip when I was doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, any black belt is pretty incredible. But in four years, I mean, is that is that, like, typical, or are you guys just, like, prodigies when it comes to karate? Um, so, normally, like, getting a solid black belt, that takes, like, I think eight years. Okay. Maybe maybe a little bit less. But um, since me and Noah, we both started doing karate pretty late. Like, I was, like, in... I forget, probably, like, seventh grade when I first started. And because of that, we were able to, like, skip a couple of belts and whatnot just because we were older. Mm. And, like, obviously, just, like, when you're older, you have more, like, coordination, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when you start off when you're really young, it's kind of hard for you to, like, kind of adjust and, like, listen to what the people are saying, whatever. And so that makes the process a lot slower. But since me and Noah joined later, we were able to kind of, like, just adjust to, like, the way things were, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's great. So the big question is: Is your philosophy of karate about balance, or is it strike first, strike hard, no mercy? <laughs> um, yeah, probably balance. 
fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many, typically in a week, how much time would you say you spend, you know, either practicing or, you know, doing it? Um, we have classes about three times a week. Okay. And, like, sometimes, like, I, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't practice, like, often. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, kind of, I practice whenever I have, like, nothing else to do, and I feel like a, like a blob on the couch. I'm kind of just like, maybe, maybe I will do it. And I'll just, like, go up to my room. Like, my parents have no idea. They're like, you don't practice karate. But I do, just, like, in private. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's great. I, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing that in our youth group we have several black belts, you know. And Yeah, yeah. I really feel so safe if we go out on the trip. <laughs> I feel like I'm totally covered. We could go anywhere in Philadelphia, and it'd be like, just these three surrounding us, we're good. <laughs> but I do, I, I honestly do, I really admire that about you and your brother and, and Joshua. I just feel like in all the years that I was in those circles, I mean, I never did karate for a long period of time, obviously. It wasn't that I, you know, was that bad. I just didn't stick with it. So <laughs> I, I only got that far because I only did it for, you know, a couple of weeks, I feel like. But yeah, um, but yeah just seeing, you know, one that several of you have done it for a long time, but really, really learned and really advanced. I think it's just really something I totally admire about you guys and think it's so cool. And I remember showing that video to Courtney and being like, look at, look at these two. Look at them. <laughs> This is like oh, better so than funny. any action movie at the at the movie theater, you know. Yeah. So, very very cool. Uh, so shifting gears, what is uh, what is your go to TV show right now when you have some time to kill? What do you like to watch? Oh, that's so hard. Like, <laughs> you can name a couple. It doesn't have to be one. Oh yeah. So I mean, I used to like watch Avatar all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as I kind of got old. Like, I still, like, I love Avatar a lot. But mm-hmm. I just, like, it's not really my go-to anymore just because, like, I get bored a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, what did I watch recently? So, the new season of Big Mouth came out. So, I've been uh-huh. watching that. Yeah. It's so, it's so inappropriate. But it's so funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been watching that. Um, I also watch Ninjago. And it's, like, the leg. It's like a Lego show. It's so it's so terrible. Like my my whole family like bullies me for watching it. It's like meant for like twelve year old kids, and I'm like watching it. I watch it for the nostalgic feelings, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, those feelings are important. Those nostalgic feelings. I I am tempted <laughs> to to show uh, the, the kids. I think He Man is on like Hulu or something, and it is it's unwatchable. It really is. But part of me is just like, well, now I have boys, and I feel like. I can get away with putting this on and showing it to them, even though <laughs> there's no reason anybody yeah. should ever spend any time watching it. So that's funny. But yeah, I've heard it in Ninjago. I think they made a movie, didn't they? Yeah, they did. It's like completely yeah. different from the show. Like it was so different. Well, it wasn't really mm. different. It was more just like they changed a lot of things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, so Legend of Korra or Last Airbender, what's better for you? Like, what do you prefer? I like The Last Airbender more just because I think, like, Korra is kind of irritating. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Right. Yeah, I, I heard you roped your dad into watching that with you. Did he get through both series? Uh, yeah, he did. Well, he barely made out of, like, he barely finished Avatar, like, The Last Airbender. Because mm-hmm. we, we always watched at night, and he always fell asleep, like, halfway. <laughs> like, we watched, like, two episodes, and he just, like, fall asleep. So he, like, watched, like, bits and pieces of 
The Last Airbender, but Legend of Korra, he's watched all of that. Nice. All right, favorite band right now. Which band do you like to, or, you know, group or singer? Could be a solo act. Um, hmm. I really, I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I listen to a bunch of different people, so, like, there's nothing, like, hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> no worries. Are you, how do you feel about your dad's obsession with you, too? Um, I mean, I don't really, I don't really mind it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so one of the things I, I, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to speak to both you and your brother is I, there's this great C.S. Lewis quote that talks about the fact that friendships and close relationships are such that only certain people know certain things about you, you know, and are able to bring out aspects of your personality and so when they're not there you know like that part of you might not be seen by other people because it's the dynamic of that person being there that brings that out of you and I always thought that was really beautiful and I think yeah. about my my relationship with my brother uh who's younger um is, is there's definitely things like that where there's certain almost shorthand that we could talk about certain films or certain you know music or just things that we're interested in art that we can, yeah, it's almost like if people are watching us talk and they're, you know, a fly on the wall, they would almost feel like we're in our own place or in our, our own language because we're just really close. We grew up together. And so I thought it would be fun to kind of ask you a couple of questions about y your relationship with your brother. And then when I speak to him, I'm going to ask him the same questions. I thought it would just be interesting to see, um, you know, kind of what you guys see in each other. And so this is actually how you see your brother. I was curious what you think one of Noah's strengths are what it, one of his greatest strengths are um I think that Noah is very in tune to emotions like he's very emotionally aware mm. and I feel like especially like I don't know like for his age too like if someone is upset and they're like trying to like hide it like he can like tell and he kind of like takes a hint I guess like he's able to understand mm. people on a deeper level than most kids so yeah, that's awesome. What do you most love about having a brother? Um, I don't know. Like, I guess that he kind of just, like, he's always there for me mm. in a way that I feel like, like, being, like, having a sister, I feel like it would be different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to, like, put into words, but yeah. I feel like the way he offers advice to me sometimes, like, it just, like, I don't know. It mm -hmm. offers perspective that isn't similar to my own. And I feel like when I, like when I talk to another girl, like a girl knows exactly how I'm feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when I get like a boy perspective, like for my brother, I feel like it's more something that I wouldn't think about and something that I wouldn't necessarily tell myself. Yeah, that's really good. That's really, really good. Um, very insightful. Um, how about one of your favorite memories of, of yeah, time with your brother from any time of your life? Hmm. Oh my gosh, wait, this is probably going to like embarrass. I'm not sure if this will, but it's so funny. <laughs> so I remember this is such a long time ago. <laughs> oh boy. So, <laughs> so we were riding bikes. She's going to get so mad at me. We were riding bikes. And <laughs> I can't stop. 
my gosh. Okay. I need to like pull myself together. Okay. So we were riding bikes and my mom was taking a video of me because she just pulled off my training wheels and she was like, you can like do a circle around like the thing, like we were at um this park. Mm-hmm. And Noah is still on his training wheels and he's like really little. <laughs> and so his bike, like the wheels on his bike were like rusty or something like that. So he would like okay. stop. Uh-huh. And I remember I was like riding my bike and then my mom was just like recording me and then Noah just got stuck. Like he couldn't like move. Mm-hmm. And like hit like common sense for him like didn't tell him to just get off the bike and just like push it or something. He was just yelling at the top of his lungs. He was like, Mommy, I'm stuck <laughs> Like in in the video <laughs> you can hear him yelling for help because he's stuck. <laughs> My mom was like, oh, like, just wait there. Like, I'm pouring Naomi, whatever. And then he was like, no, like, help me. It was so funny. And I still still talk to him about that all the time. He's like, why why do you always bring that up? (laughs) (laughs) So he remembers it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I guess, you know, to wrap up, there's kind of like one more serious question, then we'll do something fun. what is what do you feel like you've been learning in this season? You know, this kind of this crazy year that we've been going through. What do you feel like? You know, how how do you feel like you've grown? Um, I feel like I've definitely become more grateful of like all the small things that I have mm. because like before Corona, like before everything, I mm-hmm. kind of I took so many things for granted. Like I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Like just being able to like hang out with friends on a Friday night and like, you know, even just go to school and like not feel like it's apocalyptic. It was just like such a wake up call for me, just like everything. Yeah. And I feel like I've been able to like look at the small things and like just put things in perspective whenever I'm feeling upset. Like I'm like, look, like I have all these cool things. Like I have all of these things mm. that a lot of, a lot of kids don't have. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay, so I we we end the episodes with uh, just these kind of like lightning fast. I'm just gonna ask you seven questions. There's no right or wrong answer, and it's just kind of you know you can take it as long as you want, but it's also something you could just kind of off the top of your head. And so, what Sorry. sound what sound do you love? Sound the sound of rain. Mm, what sound do you not like to hear? Uh, the first thing that pops in my mind is like nailing the chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, who would you, if you could put anybody on a new bill, like a new hundred dollar bill, who would you want to see on the new on a new bill that you carry um, around in your wallet? I think Michelle Obama. That would be mm. very cool to have a woman on a yeah that's dollar nice. bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could. Try out any profession, not necessarily one you'd want to do, but just try it out. What would you be most interested in trying out for like a week? Um, I would want to do something for Disney. Like, I think mm. that would be really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like an Imagineer or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you could be a plant or an animal, what would you be? Um, a not plant just yeah, or an like, like a specific plant or a specific animal. Like, what would you other than who you are? Just for a day, you know. It'd probably be an animal. <laughs> no, but which animal? Which animal? Um, maybe some sort of bear. I feel like that would be so fun. <laughs> a lot of people would be scared of you. 
<laughs> he'd be very large. Uh, yeah, Kai's obsessed with bears, so I'll, I'll, I'm excited to tell him that that's what you said. Um, and then lastly, uh, what do you want to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, I guess, like, I'm proud of you. Mm, sweet. Oh, Naomi, this has been great. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule. And, yeah, thank uh, you again for having me. Yeah, it's great. And uh, looking forward to talking to you soon, probably on Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a great night. Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye.